This week's proud sponsors of the episode are Murphy & Young Limited. They design, manufacture, supply and erect bespoke timber kit houses and summer houses. You can visit them at murphyandyoungltd.co.uk or contact them at info at murphyandyoungltd.co.uk If you're looking for any information, if you get any projects they can help you with, then just give them a shout. The lads are top notch. Hope you enjoy the episode. Cheers. Alright everybody, welcome to episode 9 of the Roundup. Oh, good week mate, some, uh, some good results, a couple of short results I know. Mate, I've got a wee wee no mate. Oh you've, you've had a haircut and a wee no, I've had a haircut and a, a, an aqua. Mate, I've just had my Sunday dinner with Mrs Datch, made a lovely, lovely chicken and bacon pie, but oh, uh, nice. obviously I had bacon in it, it wasn't halal so don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get any complaints, I'll just get in there. Uh, we'll go through the go through the South game since that's the yep. the vast majority of the games and then we'll go into the league stuff, not that there's very much yet. Um bonus three, Gartkern one on was it Friday they played? Friday night, aye. Friday night, Friday night game. Les Mahego six, Cree Town three, Twin three, Lanark one, Glenafton two all with Kello, three each extra time. Kello, um sorry, Glenafton won four one in penalties. Muircut two, what that's four, Largs five, Pershire one. Arthley 5, Benberg 1, The Ants 2, Glencairn 0, The Borough 1, Greenock 2, Harmony Road 0, Claybank 5, Sulcoats 1, Glasgow United 8, Meda 5, Co 1 and 3, Fairclyde 0, Pollock 4, The Mighty St Pedro's 1, Beath 4, Rossville 6, Camelton 0, Coburnley 4, Port Glasgow 1, I've still got another 10 results to go at least. Yeah, yeah. Where was I? was Port Glasgow, Port Glasgow. Yorker 0, Drumchapel 3, Canal 1, Harthill 3, Glasgow Union now and Carty three uh, two sorry, Cumberland one Swifts now Bonneton one St Cuthbert's three Blantyre two Cumberland now Abbeville four Newmains three Garvin one Mabel two Larkhall now East Colbride three Talbot one fourth now Cambuslang seven Lochmaben nil Coulsaith two Thornywood two Thornywood one six five in penalties. East Bride, Thistle 4, Newton Stewart 2, St Caddox 3, Peters Hill 4, the game of the day. So, mate, I'm just going to dive just in. On that. I only go, on you go. I think New Mains 1, mate. New Mains 1. I looked at one of the websites that gave me the, the results and it has them losing. So, hang on. No, they won 4-3. Won Did they? How much yeah. Is that, that's the same team I've done it in a couple of weeks. It's all right, mate. That's why you beat your uncle Dak, mate, you, mate. Just to keep you right, but... I'm going to and retweet it. So it did 4-3 New Mains. So well done, New Mains. Um, I'll start, if you don't mind, on the St. Peter's game since I was at it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Beef went, went two up in the first 10 minutes and it was looking like it was going to be an absolute scudding. Uh, Scott Lewis has went through one-on-one, clipped it air, um Big Dale, Big Dale's handballed outside the box, got himself sent off. Uh, and see, to be honest, that saved the game. As, as shite as it is for Dale, it saved the game and made it much more a contest. Granted, we we had five hour under 20s playing, we had 10 missing yesterday. I know Bede made quite a few changes where Butch came in and played. Um, I tell you what, I was slagging him for this, mate. So Big Dale gets sent off, right? So instead of Butch being the good guy and taking himself off, he took one of the young boys off. Horrible, horrible man. Need the experience, you need the 10 men, mate. You need the experience. Aye. Aye. Sure um, you that. Second half, 
if I'm being honest, I'm maybe I've got the red and black tinted shades on, but I thought second half we probably edged it. Um, we scored a penalty. Conor McGlinchey's got two penalties. We've scored an own goal and then we've scored a fourth goal. Um, but I genuinely I thought we did quite well. We had a couple of chances we missed as well, but the boys give a good account of themselves, particularly our, our under-20s. Um, they were very good. Boy Menzies for us gave Conor McGlinchey a right hard day and that's a good fullback he was up against. So we were uh, pretty happy with the result. See, that, that's the difference, mate. They, they've got that wee bit of quality. Obviously, going down to 10 men. So, but there... There's a there's a positives for St Peter's right here. That's two very good teams that went toe to toe in the the cups. Albeit the results haven't been quite what they wanted, but these young boys in the club are all going to be better for it. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to play against teams of this calibre weekly, as I've, I've already mentioned. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too disappointed. But be happy with it, to be honest with you. But. Like, Actually, I don't know what else to say, mate. You no, seem yeah, as if you've summed it up in a nutshell. The, the, boy, the boys did well. Be the better side, deserved a victory. But um, we were just happy that with so many young players and so many missing, we gave a, a pretty decent account of ourselves. So the club's happy with that. Uh, yep. I'm going to move on to a big win for the Ants, 2 0 against Glencairn. That's an excellent result for them. Aye. <clears throat> Aye, definitely. Brilliant result for Danny and the Ants boys. Tremendous, keeping a clean sheet, big jabs on it. Big jabs getting a double, uh, superb for them. Delighted for the the committee and that doing it. The ants, uh, that's obviously been a a right a right good cup day for them. So take my hats after them to keep a clean sheet against a team that's in the higher leagues is is naming feet and to win the game is tremendous for them. So they'll be buzzing this week in training and uh, Danny will be hoping that it's a catalyst again for a. A wee bit of run of form again, but amazing. Really take my hat off to him. It's a, it's a top result for Ants. Ah, it's a great result because you really look at the way when the leagues are going to be split next year. The Ants will probably be two divisions below um, what Glencairn are the new. Like you said, to get a clean sheet, I know. It, it shows, I think the Ants have had a couple of results like the beating Nielsen that yesterday. It shows that they've got a bit of quality. They've maybe just lacking the consistency because yep. then they're losing yep. games in the league that. They, they would ah, probably aye. feel a bit disappointed with, but shows there's definitely quality in that Ants team to, to go and beat better sides. We've played against them, mate. They've, they've definitely got quality players. They've got quality players in their team, mate. So I'm a wee bit eye surprised because of Glen Kern are a good side. Uh, but I'm happy because, I'll be honest with you, I'm, a, I'm part of a coaching staff at a team at the Lowlands. I always like to see the... The underdogs they well against the, the so-called bigger teams. So although I've got the affiliation with both clubs, it's always nice to see a couple of the upsets there. So it's a great result. And as I as I've already said, mate, tremendous for Danny and the boys. And I'm sure a few sherbets were taken on <laughs> Saturday night to, to celebrate, mate, last night. Definitely. Touching on another good result, even though they didn't win. Um Kello pushing Glen Afton all the way to, to penalties. Yep. Tony McInerney, the new gaffer in there, he'll be delighted with that. The week can I mention we him on um, Twitter earlier. But uh-huh. I think that that's, um, that's positive for them because that's a good Glen Afton side. And to be able to go 120 minutes toe-to-toe with them and then losing penalties, which is obviously can be a bit of a lottery. Mm-hmm. Tony, Tony's obviously went in there and the players right from the get-go have had a jag and they've all probably been eager to impress him. Um, 
I don't know if he's brought new players in. I couldn't tell you. Um, because our Twitter's not very good at updating or anything like that. I don't think. But very good, mate. Very good. And I would be disappointed at losing in penalties. It's always sore, especially when you take it that far. But it's a lottery in it. And I think Glenafton will just be delighted to be in the draw for the next round. It's been a tricky tie for them. But hats off to the Kelo boys. They've obviously put in a right great shift that day. And they've been close and they've been unlucky and, and it could have went either way for them, especially when it comes to Paris. So, well done to them and it was good to Tony and wish Tony, Tony all the best. And every game he plays for Kel, except doing it as you. Aye, they can go and get pumped in that game. Um, Blantyre beat Carmelock 2-0. I was actually I was talking to Gibby um, a couple of days ago, just kind of obviously I've known Gibby for quite a while and I was just having a wee chat with him. And um, he was saying that they brought in Aaron Black back in and they'd, they were looking to change a couple of things because it obviously hadn't been working for them. And uh, what a result that is, because Cumnock are having... I, I suppose Cumnock have been a wee bit of a mixed bag as well. They're going to beat good sides and then they're dropping points that they're probably disappointed with, but they're still a very good side. So for yeah. Blanta, that's a cracking win. I watched, I watched the highlights. Firstly, I've got a good relationship and we have got a good relationship with Cumnock Faithful and uh, obviously I've got on well with, 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 both got on well with Tony and, and Branco and stuff but one guy I'm delighted for me was Gibby honestly absolutely delighted for him great guy and I watched his, uh, his interview after the game and you could see me he was bursting with pride right. mate he, he, he's obviously had a tough few weeks the guys doing it blind have had a tough few weeks but it was an impressive performance for what I seen in the highlights, mate. They looked a fake going forward. There wasn't a lot of chances in the highlights for uh, Cumnock. Cumnock hit the bar in the first half right enough, but as Gibby alluded to, their goalies not really had to make a make a save. Um, so tremendous result for Blantyre boys. I take my hats off to the players. It's been a tough few weeks for them, and maybe that's just what they need. Adding Aaron Black, mate, is a thought is a brilliant signing for them, mate, because. He's a one-tire boy. He knows what the club's all about. He's young and enthusiastic. He's a ball carrier. He can make things happen in the final third. So for them, it's a tremendous uh, acquisition. Acquisition getting him back. He's played against him in a friendly a couple of years back when he was at Blantyre and I was dead impressed with him. So I think they've added a couple. I think they got a boy, Cammy McNair, for Room Hall and all. And the two of them have played. So Gibby will pick up players as the season goes on and I saw him just now hoping that this is going to kick them on. But as I said again, one guy in club I'm delighted for is Blantyre because they've, they've had a tough few weeks and it's good that they've got their day, mate. I see. You're seeing that. Like you've, uh, did you catch the highlights or was it just interviews you watched? See, see for Watch me, the highlights? I, mate, I just... Aaron Black... I don't know what's happened to Darvo. I don't know how much he's played or how much he's not played or whatever, right? But I've seen him before for Blantar and it just looks like Blantar's the right team for him for me. It's just like, you've seen how, how much he clicked yesterday. He's young, but, mate. He's young, so, but Darvo, Darvo, the thing with Darvo is, Darvo got a squad, a squad, not just a starting lineup, a squad littered with pure quality players that if you're probably 95% the teams in the west of Scotland and you can even get one of the players you're biting the horn off Mick or you're biting the horn off there, that player to get them and Aaron's no different Aaron's young and needs to play football and 
Mick knows that as well. So they're going to probably benefit in the long run right. and all because Aaron's going to get down there. He's going to play games. He's going to play every week. His confidence will be gone again. It's going to be a win-win situation for both of them. So it's a good deal for both and and he'll be happy to go out and play football again. Aye, definitely. Um, the game, the day, the Sunday game, St. Cadillac and Peter Seller managed to make it down myself. Um, yeah. Got lucky that the Wayne's had a birthday party to go to, so I had a bit of free time and went down. Mm-hmm. For me, finished 4-3, um, Peter Sell. I thought St. Cadillac's for most of the game were the better team. There wasn't a massive amount in it, but I thought they were the better side. And actually seeing St. Cadillac's went 3-2 up, that was when um, Peter Sell really started to look like they, they hadn't really turned up. They'd been quite passive. Their midfield sat in really deep. They allowed like, the boy like Dykes a lot of time on the ball, which... You know yeah. yourself, it can be foolish to give him a lot of time. Yeah. Then as soon as he went 3-2 down, the game flipped. They just started coming out there, started attacking. Yeah. The St. Carrick's goalkeepers made a couple of errors. For the third one, he's came out. He's missed it. Just after missing one a couple of minutes before, the boys dropped to end up getting the penalty with it. Big Ross McCabe scored an absolute cracking penalty. And then the fourth one, the St. Peter's, uh, sorry, Peter's having a shot and it was very soft. It wasn't a the keepers had to dive for it, but it's one, it's a routine save and it's somehow found its way out of his arms. And I think mm-hmm. the boy just laying a gun gutted after it. But it was um it was quite a, quite an exciting game. There's a lot of people watching it, probably a couple of hundred at it. And I think probably about ninety nine of them were uh, were managers for their teams. Aye. Listen, it was, it's it's actually good and we were talking talking earlier, but it's uh, it's maybe something that teams could explore if they could get the odd Sunday game in to get to get a decent crowd in. I know that that's just purely based on the sharing the park and stuff like that, but that's two good sides. That was always going to be a good game. I maybe didn't think it was going to have many, as many goals as what it did, but again, I'm not surprised. I think that could have went either way, but the big thing for me, you being there, it pure tells me that I always say it on this, it just shows you, see, when you're winning games and the character and you've got that never-say-die attitude, mate, that's what PZ have probably got to now. They're winning lots of football games. Confidence is high in the camp and they've ended up turning it round. And, and listen, we've all been there before. Like, I've said that we played well against St. Caddox and Gartt Cairn, but at the end of the day, we've come, we, come out the game with nothing. And when they sit, when Southie and Lockie and that are sitting the night, so uh, Lockie's in the next round of the cup and the Peters Hill boys are unfortunately the St. Caddox boys if they had the if they were the better side, but they're known the, they're known the, the draw for the next next round. But aye, uh, that's just character for ca- real, real character for the PZ boys and, and, and they they continue to kick on and then just winning the game in that kind of manner just even adds to their momentum. Well I saying you're saying that they've they've been doing quite well recently. They obviously they have a great start and they've started yeah. to put a lot of wins together. I don't know if maybe I'm wrong because um, I've not seen Peter Sell in a couple of years, but um, I felt like they had another gear or two to go. Like I said, St. Caddox were better than them. Again, I think St. Caddox probably get more than that as well, for everything I've heard about them. But I just felt Peter Sell didn't look like they really went for it. So they've probably got another couple of levels, but it was a good one for them nonetheless. Um, bumped into a... John Doyle today, Greenock manager. Um, they beat the Borough two one yesterday, which was quite a big win for them. They, I'd heard this for one of their players during the week, but um, they only had seven fit players 
uh, on Monday or Tuesday, Doyle had to go out and sign four new players and basically just bring bodies in that were injured. So for that, I think that's his first win. That was quite a big one for him. Yeah. Another one for the Borough. Congrats to Doyle. You know, that, that sounds tough. I mean, it's a tough start. A tough start for you when you go into a club and you're, you're decimated with, with injuries. But fair play to them. Johnston Borough, we, we did see a couple of weeks ago, they looked a wee bit resurgent. So to go to Keeney Park, win the game is brilliant for them and, and he'll be hoping again that just gives him that confidence boost. He'll be hoping to get a few few more players fit and, and, and then kick on and try and get a wee momentum and a decent run at it. Uh, I think so. Um, the other one I wanted to touch on, there's um, two games Mayor, I want to touch on. First one being the Friday night game, Bonus beating Gart Cairn 3 1. Yep. Gart Cairn have obviously been flying the now. Um, we've kind of got contacts at Gart Cairn and stuff, um, so we always keep a wee eye out for them. That's maybe, I know it's no great they've lost, but that's maybe a good one for them to see the level that they want to go to. Bonus are a uh, Lowland League side. Gart Cairn have got ambitions to get themselves into the Premier League in the West. So it was maybe good for them to see what that kind of standard and the difference is like. But three ones, no worse result to be fair, particularly through there. No, no, and I, I, I can't, I can't really comment on the game. I don't, I don't know too much about it. But as you say, they've, they've, it's not been, it's not, they've not been disgraced. But knowing Mulsey and and we John McGowan and and that they, they would have, they would have wanted to go there and try and win the game. Mm. I know they would have been in. And I'll may not in the background. They, they, they'll be, they'll be probably disappointed that they've no went there. And by all accounts, I think that they were the better side. Um, um, they'll be, they'll be a wee bit gutted that they've no went there and probably done better and turned them there because they're a club with aspirations, like a lot of others, right enough that they want to go and be in that lonely league and go higher. So I think, I think they maybe before the game deep down thought let's give this a good bash and try and do a wee, do a wee here. Because it's the opposite when teams in the early league play them. A lot of the teams are classed as underdogs. Maybe when people on the outside look at budgets and stuff. So for Gart Cairn, it would have been good for it would have been different for their players to go up there as the underdogs. Aye, definitely hard hard game from. But yeah, did you see that? Uh, did you see that uh, the Meda and Co winning game? That's the one I was going to touch on last. Right, um, five, three. Just in the same wavelength. Mate. Yeah, that's it. We're always there. We're always there. Five three. Uh, the Meda. The Meda are kind of. They're just they're quietly going about their business. I know they're, they're dropping points in that, but they're quietly going about their business. I think Cowinnan has gone through a bit of tough spell. I know. I seen Strainy's interview again at the end of the game, and he's looking a bit, a bit down about the way things have been going lately. So obviously they've. They've invested a lot of money in the club in terms of the structure to get their license and all that. And I don't yeah. know their financial situation or anything, but um, I'd imagine they've probably put quite a bit of money into the playing staff as well and probably be hoping to be higher up than, than they are, even though they're, they're, they're still up there. They're yeah. kind of struggling a wee bit the new and get through a bad patch, whereas the Meda look like they're starting to try and kick on a bit. Aye, it, it, it looks like some game, uh, some, some goals in it. I don't know, I think it was, was it Jamie Martins, Rasper, or some, uh, no, it was Gav, was it, was it Miller, maybe? Mm-hmm. Miller scored a Rasper, man, left foot right in the top corner, but a strike. 
it looked like some game, mate. Typical cup tie, end to end, especially when it's two clubs that are for close proximity. It's kind of like a derby feel in it. So it's had a wee bit of everything in the game. Uh, brilliant for Medad. I definitely agree. I think Medad doing well. I think Medad having a good season. Uh, I think that Spenny and Latter are doing, doing really well there. Uh, and as you say, quietly going about their business. They've got a good side there. Nice. Uh, in another one, I listen, Spenny, I. Uh, he will be doing because I don't pure, we don't pure know him personally that well, but for any time I've seen him or heard him talk, he's a right passionate guy and he cares about his club and he wants nothing but the best for his club. So uh, he takes it takes him hard. I think there's a lot I think to be honest with you, a lot of managers and there's a lot of coaches and managers and committee members and stuff. We take defeats really hard, not I mean sometimes it's it's hard to it's hard to get out of them. So I, it's no end of the world for them. It's a cup. I, they, they want to do well in cups. They want to, they want to get one of their club that want to be lifting silverware. But they'll go back to the drawing board and, and, and they'll go again. It's, it's, it's no pure disaster. But at the same time, they'll be disappointed in, in losing the game, especially losing five goals. Especially when you go away from home, you score three goals. You're not want to be losing the game. No. And, it, and, and, and that's what's happened. Uh, but brilliant for Meda and their fans brilliant for them in the next round they're a heart you know, it looked an amazing game and they would have enjoyed it it's great it's actually one that I want to get down to uh, Meda Park and do something for us because I've well Mac, the gaffer Maxie always speaks so highly at nice. everybody doing at Meda and speaks about their committee and their fans and all that and the people down there so I, I totally agree mate it'd be, it'd be something that I would love to get down to Meda and sample the Aye. the hospitality for the Meda Mad Squad. I like the I like the stand and all that I've got there and the Aye, point above the game. And yeah. particularly for, for us when when we were kind of younger men and playing uh, at this level, the Meda were a bit like Davo and there's a lot of interest about them, where there's potential a lot of money kicking about and yeah. they had a couple of bad years and it looks like Spenny and La are starting to bring that back. So um mm-hmm. Going to move on now. I know there was no games in the, the Premier League yesterday, but I want to touch on uh, midweek with Darvo beating... Corey Hicksie, before you go in the cup, Aye. I want to see a shout-out to Hart Hill. Oh, Hart Hill 3-1 against... Hart Hill beating Canoe. It's a great result for Hart Hill. Because they have a tough season as well, so it's, it's, it's a good game for them. That was one of the results that stuck out for me. Um, so I know they're no one of the big household names in uh, the west of Scotland, but for me, that's a very, very good result. I don't know, obviously, what Canoe's like, but it probably it's, it's not it's not an easy probably team to go and play. So for Hart Hill, they've had a tough few weeks and tough season. Well done to Hart Hill Royal. Yeah, I've I've actually forgot about my team um, yesterday. My my beloved Les Mahigo won Nine goals, nine goals, fella. Aye, Monaco, Monaco. That's not an Ashfield. That's not an Ashfield. <laughs> no, don't worry, we'll get to Ashfield. Um, so before we move on to the games for yesterday, going to look at um, Darvo Talbot the other night. Talbot finally lost in sixteen games unbeaten in the Premier League is is ridiculous. For the league, it was probably the best thing that could have happened with Darvo winning. Darvo are starting to really start click again. On Darvo, we wish um, the Gretna goalkeeper all the best after badging yesterday. Yeah, um, hopefully, yeah. sorry, I heard it was quite nasty. Um, but Darvo, a 
are really starting to motor again, getting many of their players back, looking stronger, beating the towel. But I was talking to um, Scott for SM Media the other day. He was doing it the game, covering it. And um, he was saying that he thought Davo were a better side and he looked really good. He thought the Talbot were a bit stuffy. I think maybe the Talbot, because they only beat fourth 1-0 yesterday. I don't know I don't know if they're maybe not quite hitting all cylinders like they were right at the start of the season, but that's a massive win for Darvo. Aye, firstly, you can't, you can't be too critical of Talbot here, not no, me. Even, even though they went and beat fourth 1-0 yesterday, it's like they're still winning football games. They've only lost one game. It's, uh, it's no... It's no, it's not good enough for the Talbot. They're still a great. They're still in a great situation. Like, listen, they're still in the cups and they're still tasked with the league, mate. But so they're not going to be. No. They're not going to be too downbeat. Downbeat with that. But at the same time, what a result for Darvo. No surprise. I'm no surprised one, but because I know some of the players that Darvo have got, and I and listen, like like most people, we know of them. We've either played against them. We've seen them play. I've seen some of them on the fucking telly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they wouldn't have been they wouldn't have been phased by going to Beachwood and because of the quality that they've got. And I heard Mick saying after the game, he was like, We wanted to come here and dominate and and that says it all that, that the the confidence they've got in their players and in their club. So the big one for me is is it's a great result. It's great for the league. It's great for the neutral because the last thing you want to do is see Talbot gone and steamrolling it and uh, winning it at a canter. Um, they, their fans would have liked that, but the rest is want to see it get tight and want to see it very tight and everything to play for. So they've done that. Darvo still a wee bit, a wee bit behind, but they look as if they're turning the screw on again. So I hats off to Mike and the boys. He's, rallied them he's obviously got players back and they're starting to motor on so it's just about keeping that level of consistency for them and 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 i think i think that they'll do that i think i think it was a big win um like we've said it's definitely the best for the league because you're keeping pollock within touching distance now clyde bank even though they, they sell themselves and co-in and have been having a wee dip in form and lowest yeah. two points it still keeps them within kind of yeah. fighter's chance moving on to conference A Shots beat Craig Mark 4-1 in the only game of the day yeah Shots are just I know um, Arthurly when their games in hand they'll go top of the league but Shots just seem relentless enough. they just don't seem Shorts, to be brilliant, brilliant result because Craig Mark the video Craig Mark how good's that oh mate I, I know I shared that Class. it's brilliant with, with Caddis and his, his wee boy just following him a bit Class, mate. brilliant man but the last I checked it like 40,000 views Messi's Missy's that would never let me Marnie come to the games and all that. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't want her copying my my, <laughs> my behaviour at the side of the park. Um, no, it's a great result. Shots, shots are just flying on, and and it shows you how good they two are because even Affili beating the Benz five one in the cup, no, it's I, like I know. it's like on it's like they two are just going toe for toe, putting teams away, and listen, it's it's good. It's good because not one of them are pulling away, the two of them no. are just putting the, put, putting the pressure on each other. So, tremendous result for, for John and, and, and the Shots boys. Well, you, and you're, they're you're lost, they're well. Shots have won 14, lost two. Arthur have won, they're, they're sorry, have won 12 and drawn one. Now, 
Am I right in saying that Arthur beat shots earlier in the season? Aye. So aye, technically, be- between the two of them, they've only dropped five points against everybody else in the league. It's, 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 very, it's, very, it's very, very good consistency. Uh, actually, better than very good. It's, it's tremendous consistency by, by both clubs. So hats after them both, but they both have a good results at the weekend again. Aye, aye, definitely. Um, moving on to um, Conference B, the Super Ashfield 6, Royal Albert 1, Kaluk 1, Dorai 2, Ardeer 1, Renfrew 3. So how was your game yesterday? Aye, 6-1. Ryan McManus, Ryan McManus, five goals. Ryan McManus has been absolute different class for us all season, mate. Absolutely different class and he's, he's not just scoring goals, mate. He can play, mate. The way he holds the ball and he can play. And, I'm, and I know I'm saying it on here. I don't want anybody to come in and take him away from his, But there's always teams that are going to like your, your, your best players. But we, man, tremendous. We do. There's like a silver dollar the club have always done for people who scored five goals in a game. But Callum get one here. Kieran Friel get one. No, no chance. Not one word there. I, mate, we played Aldir a couple of seasons ago. I think he scored, uh, and Bank it was in fact, and he scored a couple of heaters in that, and he was playing in the middle of the park or something. He got five, mate, he got one, and Maxi, they're the only three players, and then obviously Ryan McManus, that I know that have had it in recent times, so well done to Ryan. Aye, 6-1, mate, we can't, we're scoring so many goals. No. We scored 50, 52 or something goals 53, in 53 goals in 15 games. That's frightening, mate. I know. And obviously, don't 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 look at our defensive record. But um, <laughs> we needed that PGC after losing two games. We really needed it because I was looking at that league and I was a wee bit downbeat with it because I'm like, oh, we're much better than that. And the wins took us up a few places because a lot of teams had cup games. And and that weekend had a game in Honor teams as well. So again, we had to win it because now we've got another two weeks of cup games with the Scottish and um, a cup game against Glasgow Uni the week after. So Imperative for us. I want to get a shout with Marky McManus and all. Marky started for us on Saturday. Right. That, that season 729 in the juniors. 40 years of age, mate. And Unreal, man. Outstanding. He was outstanding, mate. So, I, I, But all the boys, I'm delighted for all the boys. And it sets us up for training this week with um, a massive game in the Scottish against Vale Leaving on Saturday. Massive for both clubs. So, now nah, we're delighted. Three points on the board were... We're, we're doing all we're doing all right. We're doing all right. We're playing good stuff. That that's the thing. See see if we, see if we, see if we, see if we back to front. We're actually fucking playing good stuff. We're at, we look after it. We're confident we're going to score goals. It's just defensively we just we, we we've got improvements to make there. But we're getting there, mate. Good, good. It was good to see his win again. Yep. Um, Renfrew and our dear massive win for Jimmy Quigley. Um, Two games uh, since he's been officially announced as gaffer, two two good wins for them. I saw cracker yesterday. Like we both took that as a draw because I think we both had a wee feeling that Renfrew were starting to But I, I I still thought that um Ardeer would be able to get something out of the game. That's a great win. Um and Sean will be Sean will be pretty gutted with that because if they had won yesterday, they'd have an into second place. Mm-hmm. I I think that. Brilliant for Jimmy. That's two games in the bounce for him since he's been announced. So he's obviously he's getting the he's getting the desired desired effect for his players. Um, and 
you've gone, mate. You've gone. The range, because I'll be here. I gave him a bit of a scudding at Renfrew, you know what I mean? See, uh, see, for me, just looking at the table right now, like, Renfrew have lost more games than you. There are two places that are one point ahead, so it's, it's almost nothing. But I think yeah. the thing that they've got is they're not drawing many games. You have had a couple of draws. Because, yeah. I mean, the fact that, see if you were to look at it, you have lost five out of 15, which isn't terrible. It's not terrible, considering you've also played all the top sides. It's not terrible at all. But it's just a couple of wee draws. But, um, aye, Sean will be gutted. Uh, there's a chance, even though St. Carrots with a couple of games in hand, Sean will be gutted not yeah. to have been able to get in that spot. Here's something for you, and I don't know if Sean would agree with me, but if you were to sit and say to Sean at Ardea, that he would be ahead of Renfrew after 15, 15 games, and you were to say to Ashfield that we were a point behind Renfrew after 15 mm. games, you're thinking that you're not too far away, no. by the way. I know. Do, I, do you get me? Just, just, wait, just wait the levels that both clubs have been at over the last few years, you would maybe think to yourself, they're, they're doing really well. I know. Do you know what I mean? They're doing very, very well. So, Ardy are still doing amazing. Sean's still doing an amazing job. The Renfrew have been doing, they've managed to get a bit of revenge. They've reversed, they've reversed that defeat that they go at home and they're getting going. Renfrew have got good players. Nice. Morton, Divers, they've, all, they've got good players. They, they were never, ever going to be doing the bottom of that league because they gave us a doing. You know what I mean? So I know, I know that they're a good side and they've got some good players and they're a good club as well. So it was, it was always just a matter of time before they were going to motor on. So, yeah, nah, it's, it's a good result. Um, to finish up on this division, a big shout out to um, Dorai, another yep. one, beating Kaluk. Kaluk having a wee bit of tough time yet. That's um, uh, lost to Dorai and New Mains the last couple of weeks. That's games they'd have been aiming to have won, which yep. would have really have taken them, kinda, would have put them right in the mix. Yeah. Um, that kind of middle bunch. But well done to Dorai. We've, we've said, as you said it particularly, even though you gave them a right scudding, you said they're not as bad as they seem and yeah. they would start to pick yeah. points up. I think you're starting to see now. It's something we've touched on quite a bit with the lower down teams who were taking downs in it. All right, you have taken six after all Albert yesterday, but and even across the leagues now, you're starting to see the Bolton teams, even if they're losing, it's no at the same level they were losing at maybe five, six weeks ago. They're starting to be a lot more competitive, which is good to see because you don't want teams to be getting... Aye, a lot of teams don't. A lot of teams don't stay that way because as the season goes on and there's players out there not playing somewhere, they're not playing for a club, and you manage to pick players up, and you, you get you get to coach your team. Do you know what I mean? You get to coach your players right. uh, two, two nights a week, and you get to try and instill your beliefs and what, what you think that you need to work on. So, aye, that's why teams get better and they're, they're a lot, a lot harder to break down and get results again. So, I doubt any different. Do you know what I mean? Carl will be disappointed with the last two results because, as you say, they would have maybe been looking in house and saying we need to take six points and it takes him right back into the pack again. But they've lost the two yeah. and then it, it creates a wee bit of a gap for them. So, they'll go back to the drawing board and, and, and Martin, the, the squad, will, will be looking to the next one. Um, just before finishing up, actually, on this division. Next week, massive game, Canvas Lang and St. Cadder. I think it's, yeah. it's at McKenna Park. So that'll be yeah. a cracker. It'll be good to see. Because I think St. Caddock's, um, where they beat Canvas Lang opening game of the season. Aye, aye. So aye, aye. That's, that's, that's a biggie. That's a biggie. That'll be, that'll be a good game. And, and, and I hope that the, 
I hope that the fans, I hope that people go down and watch that because that should be a good game with, with, with two good sides. And they two teams and they two clubs deserve a decent crowd at that because the way they've played and the records that they've got in the league and what's at stake, they deserve a good crowd and their players deserve to go and play in a game with a good following, a wee bit of an atmosphere and see who comes out on top. Canvas Lang will be trying to get trying to t- uh, get revenge on the, the defeat in the first day of the season and St Caddox will be wanting to just the, the both of them let's just try to win the game do you know what I mean it's a massive game I definitely I think it's it's, it's huge it's one it'll be the, arguably the biggest game next week moving on to right. Conference C only the one game um, Nielsen beating a Drossen 4-2 uh, which something we've spoke about is the fact that Nielsen don't score many goals so that'll be uh, Ah, I think we both and they'll be really happy with that winning four two, and that keeps ah. that's them five points behind um, the drum. Played the same amount of games, they're keeping ourselves just just in there. Just ah, in. Must... the drum are still going yeah. strong, but they're, 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 they're winning games, mate. They've ah. beat the Shire and Aldrossen, at a decent side as well. So there's no easy games in these conferences at times, and. Some of the cup results will show you that there's some there's some good teams in the conferences. So Nielsen will be delighted. I think we Brophy's got a, a couple of goals. Kieran Brophy, good player. Um, and I Nielsen just stay on the tails of uh, the drum, and it just it, and it, it just keeps going. And it's that's a good league. It's a good league, and, and it's the one that will feature on Wednesday. And yeah, yep. so it's a very very good league, a very good episode. Why don't we tune in with with Nielsen, Gaffer, Chris, Cameron, Hopi at the drum, Adam Hopes, and Mark Daly, Spud at Wishaw, and we talk about that conference C and the clubs. So it's, it's a good watch. Aye, as, Plugged it early, mate. I, I've recorded, it feels like it was ages ago, and we've even recorded another one aye, since then. Aye, aye. Um, yeah, but yeah. we'll talk about that now. It's about conference C. That'll be a good, yeah. that was a good episode. Actually, we get the guys going to... We can, Touch on a couple of things that we've no spoken about as well, which was quite nice. Um, and it, it was the three, it was three really good guests, to be honest. We still yeah. know we need to start, need to start mixing up a bit and try and see if we can get a couple of wee arguments and barneys on when we do it. Because everybody, like, that's a Division Four one, the Conference C one. They all seem to go home with each other. It's they're all too diplomatic. Yeah, the only barneys that happen now on the west of Scotland mate, is when you when you start putting things on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh no people just don't want to talk to me and all that I don't know what's going on but nah see the thing is mate that's what it is mate we can't, can't please everybody unfortunately no, but... no we cannot we cannot good cop bad good cop bad good bad cop bad good cop mate <laughs> um, moving on to Division 4 uh, yeah. only the one game Coolside beat uh, Glenville 2-1 uh, just based off of Twitter it seemed like it was quite a tight game Glenville will be disappointed with that because that would have been a, a good one for them. Also, would have put put them ahead of us, our, our biggest rivals. Mm-hmm. Um, Coolsyth, we spoke about this before. That's Coolsyth and Fanart are um, are just plugging away, winning a lot of games. Hamley Roar starting to get themselves back in the mix. Yeah, we're probably a wee bit too far away now. Dropped too many points, but we have got the capabilities of going and beating anybody in our league. But um, aye, there's not much to it. Scythe and Fanart just seem to be winning aye. regularly. Two of them are good sides. I, I think we've seen many, many times on the show 
it's 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 going to be between the two. I think with the looks, um, I mentioned, I think Harley Rowe could maybe sneak in the back door if they can just keep basically winning all our games and beating the two. But ah, it's they won the game, aren't they? Again, it's three points, mate, and our three points closer to where they want to go. That's that, mate. That's that. Well, that'll finish us up, and I apologise. Yeah. Oh, you getting your essay? No, no, mate. I'm. I'm, um, I'm I apologise if I've missed anybody. Um. Because it wasn't the best for getting results. I had to go hunting for the results. Normally, uh, we have a couple of people who square us up with it and I had to go looking myself the other day. So I apologise if I've missed anybody up. Um, like Dak said a couple of minutes ago, Conference C episode is out on Wednesday morning, usual time, nine o'clock. Um, so get yourself watching that because it, it was a really good episode. We had to be a good good chat yeah, with, with the boys. Good, it's good, good chat to, with aye, It's good to see different managers in the same league um, who are kind of with their points of view and certain things so it's well worth a watch right, and we've done Division we've done Division 4 now it's Division C's opportunity I know so, hopefully hopefully by Christmas or maybe just after the new year well if had everybody done with all five leagues done um, we've got a couple of other episodes lined up that are I think crackers but we'll, we'll keep stumbling on that anew um, but hopefully you all enjoy this and have a good week everybody aye have a belter troops and have a good safe week in next week's Big Scottish for the famous Ashfield. Oh, yes, <laughs> Ashfield. <laughs> Please, Leah.